Hey everyone, welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we're watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I'm your co-host, Zach Bassetta. I am Vito Lapicola. Vroom, vroom, bitches. And we are here to discuss the entirety of uh, Furious 7, I believe is the official title. Another uh, another movie down, boys. Down and Furious Seven or Fast Seven? Pretty sure it's Furious Seven. I will go to IMDb. I always thought it was Fast. You know what? Actually, though, I think it might be Furious Seven because they were trying to evoke like uh, Seven Samurai. Yeah, and and also Anthony, just a tad loud, my friend. I don't know if you could do like a 10% turn down or something, but just wanted to get that out there before like spinal tap. You make my eardrums bleed. Um, It's turned up to 11. You see most go to 10. Anthony's goes to 11. Can I look at it? No. Can Um, you hear me? Yes. You're you're great, Anthony. You're you're a million dollars. Can you hear me, Clem Fandango? Can you hear me, Clem Fandango? Do you guys get that reference? No. It's a... Toast of the town, I believe. Yeah, toast, toast of London. Toast if, of London. If you guys are big fans of uh, of the amazing uh, Matt Barry, I'm forgetting his name. Yeah, Matt, Matt Barry. Barry uh, God, what a what a comedy genius! Great, uh, great chef. But we are we are here to discuss the the genius, some say, of Paul Walker. The final movie he, of the franchise, starring our well, the main character, really. You know what he? To be let's be honest, we've given shit. To, to him about his acting in the past but that guy i mean in in re-watching the movie that that guy had absolute charisma man he pulled he, he was genuinely a really likable charismatic screen presence like the camera loved him um he always came off as being a really good guy like you you feel you could have a beer with that dude after the movie like he really was amazing he was yeah, kind uh, of a despite his his good looks Kind of an everyman, you know what I mean? Like he was really filling yeah. in that role of, you know, I think it's easier to relate to Brian than Dom in a lot of ways. Well, Brian, Brian always comes off as being um he's he's the dude who could come in and steal your girl, but he doesn't want to. You know <laughs> He'd what I mean? Not, like, yeah. I like can't there are dudes yeah, they're but they're dudes who come in and they're like, you're like, why were you in the corner talking to my girlfriend at the party? You know, he's the type who'd be like, well, you know, I really don't want to cause any trouble. He'd stay away, like he wouldn't want to. You know it's what I mean? He, theory, he didn't have like a a skeevy energy about him. Yes, like, that like is some definitely dudes, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's right. Well, Anthony, you've remained fairly quiet in this interaction. Are you, do you have any deep thoughts about uh, the the final Fast and Furious film featuring our friend Paul Walker? Uh, I, I'm not as high on Paul Walker as you guys. Like he was fine. Um, I definitely think like there was something missing, um, after this movie as far as like, just kind of, and and I wonder if that has more to do with the fact that they treated his character as if, you know, the character was still alive in the universe. But the weird Um, thing is they kind of, it's, well, finish your thought. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like, so there's always kind of like a constant reminder um, rather than them just kind of trying to move away from it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Like, I, I always just thought that he was kind of like a 
poor man's piano readings. Well, I kind of yeah. agree. I mean, and I don't think that me or Vita were are saying he's amazing. I mean, he's certainly not like going to win any Oscars or anything like that. But we could have had way worse, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this was a, a nice send off. I think it was a lot. I mean, obviously easier to, to follow watching all at once. Um, but it also was missing a lot of those, what I would consider big character moments like the uh, previous films had. Yeah. And like with this movie uh, in particular, like I, I kind of like view it in two different ways. It's like, all right, is this movie on its own? like knowing you know or like kind of ignoring what happened with paul walker and all the technical difficulties they had following his death it's all right the editing's all over the place like it, it's just weird and like it, it feels incomplete but then when you take into consideration that they had to do all those you know pivots and like you know last minute changes and stuff like that like it's really incredible what they were able to put together I would love to see if there is like a, an original shooting script, you know, like what the, the plan was. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it would have been relatively the same, but uh, I don't know. I mean, like for, for as good as, you know, five and six are this one had a lot of dumb dialogue, like the, the missing the bullets thing I think was really stupid. Yeah. You know, it never made any sense. Um, and, and, and I'm wondering I, if it did originally. It, like i'm wondering Possibly. if you know yeah like was there they, any they took a lot they took a lot of dialogue from previous movies and re-edited in like brian's dialogue that is so mm -hmm. it's kind of like princess leia in uh rise of skywalker where it kept yeah. cutting to shots where you're like hey those are shots from the other two movies <laughs> like and and her saying the same thing you know over and over that's pretty much what they did with this. They and and they did that with the crow, you know, where they had yeah. to take dialogue that had been, you know, used for other scenes and try to make them work. I mean, I gotta be honest with you, that to me, I think it could have been far worse than oh, what yeah. we got because I mean it could have been a train wreck, Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> you know, uh so yeah, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. What we got, I think, was a damn good send off for Paul Walker and a and a damn good re edit. You know what I mean? In terms of, I mean, it it could have been nonsensical, but it was. I I don't know. I cried at the end. It did everything it needed to do. I wonder specifically with that line about you know missing the bullets and what whatnot. Like, if if okay, so was there any like indicator that maybe like Paul Walker was going to walk away from the franchise or take a break or anything like that. No. that I was aware of. No. So what the fuck no. does that mean? Like in I context, think he, I think it means what I took it as is he misses the danger. Yeah. Yeah. It just is yeah, poorly yeah. said, but how does that fit into the movie? Because like now, like, you also know, true. recontextualized, like that line is very much like, you know, I'm thinking about giving up this life. I'm thinking about giving up this life. So is that, something that was in like the movie and then like at the end you know had paul walker survived he would have been like you know well you know i'm not gonna step away from this life like i'm family all the way like yeah i well, don't you know could have still had that conflict like i'm still wondering if if Mia's gonna have her second kid or not has that happened in the film today i don't think so there's been no Did references to their kids her, I mean, like the whole movie is about like, oh man, we're having a second kid. Is Brian really ready for the white picket fence life? And I think that was kind of his 
character's theme for the film was like, oh, well, you know, he's starting to settle down, but it's not really the life he wants, even though it makes no sense. Um, so what would have been the probably, resolution originally? I, I like, think the resolution would have been that he decided to stay on because he was doing it for his family. You know what I mean? That's that's probably what. And you can always bring him done. back, even if he had said, I'm out eight. You always bring him back in. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. for one last job. Uh, so regardless, I'm sure he would have. That's why I was asking, like, was there like a plan to like kind of put him on ice for a movie or two and then bring him back? No, you know, you know, what's interesting to me, too. And I I even though it's skipping ahead for the other movies, like I just feel they should have not mentioned him ever again after this. And they, they shouldn't have had Mia involved. I know she probably needs a paycheck and everything like that. But like the idea that Brian is that kind of guy who pr he protects her constantly in the, in this series, why would he be like, okay, I'm out. And then suddenly Dom's brother shows yeah. up and, and, and the, and she gets into danger and he's like, I'll stay home. Like he would have been like, but that's what I said. And I'm coming with you. So like they, they didn't, it seems insensitive. Just... They should have killed the character. I mean, narratively, yeah. I think that would have been the best way to go. Although at I the mean, time, you can even... it seemed insensitive. Yeah, but I mean, you can you can even have it where he's like, "I'm out, out," and then just not involved. But, uh, like I Mia, mean, it can... just doesn't make sense that Mia would. Come I see back what you're saying, point. but no, I mean, I see what you're saying. But at the same they, time, they basically it's like, it comes him down out, to the writing. Know, it comes down to how dad. he how they write her back in. And we can right. make the argument that the last couple of movies haven't done it very well. Um, <clears throat> right. I mean, she's hardly in them and she hardly does anything. So it's like you could tell that Vin Diesel's like, don't you worry. You're going to get your paycheck. You'll always get else. a paycheck it's like, with me. But, like, but see, that's that's one of the weird things. And this, again, jumps ahead, but we're not, it's not given specifics. But some of the movies later feel like where they're like, why is Ramsey here? She's the she's part of the family now. It's like she doesn't have to be in the movie. Like half of these characters, yeah. You but you're looking without. at this from a realistic standpoint, Vito. That's the problem. I mean, like it is an ensemble. It's like every like bringing back these characters later on in that we aren't to yet. But wouldn't that make no? Wouldn't sense? it have been amazing? Wouldn't it have been amazing if halfway through the Abbott and Costello series, Abbott died? I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm I, that was stupid. I'm just. I'm just throwing that. No, I'm but if it, that's a two-person team, we're looking at a seven-eight-person <laughs> team, which I do understand. But the Universal Series Costello has flopped without the presence of Abbott. That's one of the appeals of the series, I think, internationally, is that you have so many different. Well, now without uh, Brian, you don't have a milk toast white guy. But yeah, right. Well, I mean, you know, Lucas Black, obviously. Um, that's right. <laughs> The, yeah, the 70 it, year it old, been, 15 year old. Yeah. <laughs> it it would have been like, okay, like let's let's go back and just make the decision to kill off the character of Brian. It would have given Mia so much to work with. Like, you know, Jordana Brewster, like the grieving widow, like raising two kids and like, you know, being involved in this world. Like that would have given her more than what she's doing now, where it's like, hey, you know, Brian's around somewhere but like you know this is a family thing and like you know we're gonna handle it with family she and could have taken revenge one. in some yeah. fashion yeah something like it would have given I her gotta like, do it for brian yeah yeah it would have I given mean, her a lot Tom more hasn't uh, even gotten his revenge but we're you know oh yeah. man well that it's you know it is interesting and again not jumping ahead to the other films but for this one it makes you think like 
okay, so watching it back, are we supposed to think that Dom and like uh, Deckard are in cahoots? You know, I mean, like, is this going to end up making sense with the later films? I doubt uh, it. My I prediction, I, I, I'm no amazing Kreskin, but I'm going to say no. They're probably going to end up befriending, you know, Jason Momoa's character by the end. We of were the together series. the whole time. It's just going to end with this huge, like, Matrix-like orgy at the end. What this I want... multicultural orgy of everyone Listen. fucking and going, we're family! No, here's what I want, bro. Okay, so they're overpowered. Like, they're outnumbered, damn it. And all they've got is Dom and Deckard and the team and everything. Who shows up? Not, not only Owen Shaw, but what's his name from the second one? Carlos Verona or whatever. Oh, yeah. All That'd of the old amazing. bad guys team up with Dom to save the world. I don't know. That'd be great. That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, bring Not back the happen. dude from the first movie that uh, played Buffalo <laughs> Bill. What was his name? God. Dwayne Schultz. It, yeah. It's Toretto, Brian. That's always been Toretto. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Who he's got, he's going to have that line where he shows up and he's like, uh, yeah, dude, that would be that would be kind of amazing, actually. You bring back all of the I want Owen back. I'm just, mention yeah. his name for fuck's sake. Yeah. Remember my other brother that started this whole thing? Yeah. I know, and Jason Statham is no longer angry about that for some reason. He goes to see him in the hospital, and he's like, I guess soul's forgiven. <laughs> That's how this movie was set up. I, I always have to finish things. I have to finish what you start. Yeah. So right. was this part of Dom's plan? Decker talking to Owen? I just... It's starting to blow What if my the mind. series just ends where the camera pulls back and you see and the earth snow and, then, <laughs> and then Dom Dom is like like this godlike figure and he's just like it's all happening. Everyone's in my mind. family. <laughs> <laughs> I am the god of all things. No. I am the creator. I want it to turn out that Dom is actually Tommy Westfall from uh, Saint Elsewhere and the entire <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. The he's, entire he's thing the is adult. Insane. He's the adult Tommy Westfall. Yeah. You still looking in that globe, son? Boy, That's oh boy, right. he sure does like that globe. It's just like a 68 Mustang or, you yes, know, yes. like inside of the snow. Boy, he sure does like his snow globe. I would actually, I mean, not that specifically, but if it did turn out to be like, I don't know, some kind of Dom Toretto fever dream from the first film, I'd be <laughs> totally fine with that. He wakes up at the end of the first film in a fever Oh god! They did I get hit Brian. by the train. They did get hit by the train, and he's been in a coma for twenty years. It was all a tainted bad tuna fish sandwich dream. That's right. That's right. That's, I've been <laughs> saying that from the beginning. Mia standing over him, going, "I don't think he'll ever be the same." You know, <laughs> he'll never walk again, but he will drive. All he says is just family over and over and over again. That's his only word that he remembers. Oh, he man. regains consciousness Family. for a moment and then goes under. Yeah, there is no Han. Han is like the doctor who comes in and checks on him every day, you know? Yeah, and Dr. He's, Han. He's made him into something else, you know? And like, and you were Statham there, and is you the were janitor. There. Yeah, yeah, Statham's the janitor. You guys, I'm just going to reach over and get this trash for you guys. Have a great day. See you tomorrow, Dom. Hope you wake up, buddy. It's yeah. <laughs> a pretty good Statham. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this one is definitely on the getting on the ludicrous side with all the technology and especially the ending. It, it felt a little, I don't know, like the first time I watched, it, I remember thinking that the whole ending with 
the drone and the helicopter was way overblown and kind of hard to follow. And, but it still was, is better than the more recent films. So I guess I can't go yeah, too much. I, I would agree. Even with like the choppy editing and stuff. And again, like you kind of have to watch this movie with that in the back of your mind that like one of the lead actors did pass away. Um, it's still infinitely more enjoyable than eight and nine for me. I, I've tried, by the way, guys, to find the original script or some sort of sign of what the original ending was supposed to be. The most I can find is Chris Morgan talking about how the ending was similar, uh, except that you know they were they were going to come to a different conclusion with Brian. So I can only assume that he was he was going to change his mind and stay on the team. Or he was going to retire at the end but, and then come back. But here's back the anyway, thing: so. is that like being on the team is not like you're not clocking in every day on the Dom team. It's like you call, you get a phone call once every you know six to eight right. months. <laughs> it's like, are you available? Hey, so just so happens I am. I'm living off the five million dollars we stole last time. Um, right, and then so and then the of thing. course there's always the meet me in Rome, and they all know yeah. exactly where to go, even though exactly. they just said meet me, see you in Rome in twelve hours. <laughs> meet me in Berlin. Okay. I always like to imagine, uh, you know. I thought you were talking uh, about the character Rome. Meet me. <laughs> yeah, right. no, yeah. Well, like, no, oh. it's funny because Rome, <laughs> Rome, Rome, Rome himself is like nobody told us where to go. They're all meeting at like the, uh, like the, the fucking the I don't know Colosseum or whatever you know, and like, and he's like, I'm in, you know, Guern well, Guernica is in Spain, but you get what I'm saying. He's like, in a I'm totally in Athens, Georgia. Place. What the hell? Nobody told me where to go. Yeah. I'm in Sicily, New York. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but, you know, also, too, I, I have to say, I know some people kind of don't like the character of Rome too much. But Tyrese Gibson, Me. I feel like he fulfills his character's purpose every time. He is so sort like self-deprecating, but in a believable way. Like, he's such a dumbass. But, like, you, can, I don't know. I just feel like he pulls it off. I find his character super enjoyable. It's it's very interesting to me that Tyrese Gibson is one of those actors who started out doing really serious baby boy, you know, acting yeah. work. And suddenly they were like, nah, we're going to make you a comical, you know, moron. And but that's like, the I'm character sure... that took off. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that because what's well, the like... character that they foisted on us and that people accepted. There's a difference, it's, you know. What it's I mean? the like, only tie to the second film. It is interesting that Tyrese ended up getting staying on as a regular character when nothing else about the second film is ever referenced or mentioned. Or although I do, huh? his character is is fundamentally different as well. Absolutely, like, and their the relationship one, with Brian. Yeah, in the second one, he's much more supposed to be like a, a dom proxy, like tougher and and. Totally. Now he's very much like relegated to, you know, like a, a more like masculinized, like humorous character that doesn't yeah. have that swagger and doesn't have that. But he like, thinks he does. Head. That's the best. Part. Yeah. yeah. It's like Gillian Jacobs on uh, on Community, how the first season she was like a completely different person. And then yeah. as and and with The Simpsons, how Homer started out, he was just Walter Matthau. And now he's clinically retarded. And yeah. and like you know, like they made him complete. He gets dumber as it goes, and it's like mm -hmm. Rome is the same way. It was like this competent individual, and by the seventh movie, he's like, "What's happening? What am I doing here?" He's like, "He's like Grandpa from The Simpsons." Did I sit in a pie? I I think it's I. It comes off as believable to me. I mean, for the most part, we haven't got to eight and nine yet. I mean, that's a whole different story. 
But I mean, especially his interplay with Tej really works for me where it's like, you can tell they're like buddies, but they're always kind of like, you know, button heads and stuff and ripping on each other. And I don't know. And Tej is the smarter one, right? uh, Yeah. Yeah. Tej is supposed to be like the the uber genius, but remember how they set up like the, the possibility, like both of them are kind of going after Ramsey and each of them kind of flirts with her a little bit later. I wonder if they're going to have her end up with either of them. It seems pretty clearly Tej. But but you never know. You know what I mean? I'd be surprised. The the logic of these movies, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Like, Rome's character isn't the type to get the girl, in a sense. And we've already seen when uh, Tej fought that one dude when they were, you know, hijacking the car from the prince. She was super impressed, right? When when he beat that guy up, she's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you had the side of yourself. Watch it end. Yeah, it'll it'll end with her actually going, guys. I, I don't like either of you. Uh, Dom and Letty and I have been having a three way relationship for five movies. Oh boy, you know, because Vin Diesel has to come out on top, right? I'm still the man, literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, also too the whole the dealing with uh, Letty's. Speaking of Letty, uh, her amnesia was really interesting, and and the, their whole thing about her because there's a part that i missed when we were watching it uh when i watched it back when i rewatched it back for this time where she overhears dom and brian talking and she hears dom mention that they'd been married before or something which we as the audience weren't aware of but that she was so upset that like that's her character story throughout this film is like her being pissed that dom didn't tell her they were married i don't know i felt that was kind of women i I miss Women, that. What are you going to do? Yeah, because yeah. at the end, she's like all upset because we see her kind of kind of mad at Dom. And it's right after uh, she he mentioned to Brian that they had gotten married. And uh, gosh, I can't remember specifically. But yeah, at the end, when she when he finally reveals it, she's like, well, why? Why didn't you ever tell me that we had gotten married? And he goes, you can't tell somebody that they love you. Which I would argue is different than just saying, hey, we are actually married. Just so you know. Yeah. You're my wife, so you better get your memory back. That's right. Get in the kitchen. (laughs) Remember those recipes. Where's my terrible tuna fish sandwich? That's right. Um, But I, at the, there's not, go on, sorry. I I feel that clinical psychology could learn a lot from movies about amnesia because like in real life they're always like he doesn't have any memories you just have to like induce some sort of like car crash that reminds them that they loved the person and then the person will come back it's well at least it did take like three movies for her to get her freaking memory back that's something i appreciate yeah i like something when like a when a film like say part five of a film addresses something that was initially brought up in part two you know, it's like it's not like necessarily like a long term. I'm not saying that's what they had planned necessarily, but it just makes it feel like more of an ongoing storyline as opposed to just that, that, that series of films. Wait, yeah. well, it is interesting. She's the first long term case of movie, you know, uh, amnesia in history. Like most of the time, if it's a sitcom, she'll have it for 30 minutes. You know what that's I mean? That's my like, point. Yeah. 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 What are you going to say? It's. Yeah, it's only been two movies. She sat out at five, and then six. She right, was so like we're on bad guy. But the seven was the confirmation that she remembers everything, where she actually verbalizes it. So she lost it in four. She was out for five. 
she came back for for six, still struggling with her memories, and then seven, she's like, I remember everything. Yeah, but to be fair, like the only like the amnesia thing came up in in film six, like that's right. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's it was started in like the whole process. In the I'm just film. not as impressed by it as you guys are. I, I think it was just a, a scramble. It was like, we're going to bring back this character. How do we bring it back? All right, give her. Right. No, I mean, I don't disagree, but again, it's just how it's pulled off. I mean, it could be done, you know, like F, F. Gary Gray, whatever his damn name is, you know, or it can be ham fisted. Or I just, I think well, for no. the most part, they do a good job. What's up? Did you say F. Gary Gray was the director of this? He, he directed. No, no, no. It. I said, no, I know. Oh, I'm okay. saying you, that's, you can have that type where it's just kind of ham fisted, like, uh, here's what happened. Uh, figure it out yeah. for yourselves. Or There's a submarine. Think, exactly. Yeah. Or like a Chris Morgan, for the most part, I think it's like, okay, we have this kind of goofy narrative problem to figure out. Like, how can we solve it in this world that still makes sense? I don't think that they're doing it now, like the past couple films. They haven't really pulled that off. But uh, whatever it was we were initially talking about <laughs> did make sense. What did you guys think of the action sequences in this one? Do you? Uh, okay, so. Uh, oh, the bus was fucking things, great. Yeah, the, uh, that, that it's been imitated quite a bit in the last couple of years, too. There's all kinds of stuff trying. I think the uh, well, Uncharted, the, I, I don't play the game, so. Yeah, there's I, don't a know. I heard that Uncharted. they had, yeah, they. I heard or that they similar. had something similar to that in in Uncharted, and then they mm -hmm. did. If you guys have seen the new Mission Impossible, there's no, kind no. of a uh, an extended version of the running up the bus, okay. which I won't ruin. Which is fucking amazing. Like, by the way, that movie's absolutely amazing, and it's saddening me that it's not doing well at the box office because it's it's mind blowingly mm -hmm. well made. Like it's incredible, but anyway, they have a sequence in that that is also clearly they they were watching the Fast and the Furious movies for some inspiration, you know. Considering but, I mean, seven possible, movies, possible. but I do think that the bus on the edge of the cliff is been around, like the Italian Job, for example. I mean, it's not quite an action film, but another F. Been. Gary Gray movie. Ironically, oh wait, no, although the not not F. Gary Gray. I, yeah. I mean, does does the remake? Gosh, I don't mean to get on another thing, but does the a remake of the Italian Job end with the bus on the cliff, like the original film? I, to be honest with you, I saw it once in the theater and didn't like That's it, so I never mean. watched yeah, it again. Know. I don't remember I don't it. I just remember that they use it to promote Mini Coopers mm -hmm. and uh, indoctrinate the people into buying Mini Coopers by having them all drive different colored ones through the sewers, and suddenly you, everybody had Mini Coopers like they were slaves. But you had asked uh, about the, the action stuff. I mean, the main one yeah. was the bus for me, like the bus on the cliff. Yeah. Fucking great. Uh, but overall, yeah, really, I think the action stuff was not so far fetched that I was like, ah, you know, fuck this. But but action. Well, enough it does. It does get into some some weirdness where like Dom no, was sure. able to to flip his car in the air and somehow like snag a thing of grenades onto a helicopter so that. Oh, that's ridiculous! In the in yeah. the hopes, in the hopes that uh, yes, because he doesn't even know. I mean that that Hobbs, Hobbs is going to shoot it, yeah, and, and shoot it. You know what I mean? It's like, what did he think it was going to pull? The damn, it was supposed it's, to pull the. It's pins symbolic. I let it go. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. That's it's a like, great point. Oh, I mean the I whole know. thing with with Hobbs showing up at the exact right time in the ambulance to save Letty from the fucking missile or whatever. That was ridiculous. 
I mean, the the math involved, the logistics alone is, you know, insane. Well, I, I always watch films like this, too, and I'm like, this guy's a known Nigerian terrorist. A, how did he get into the United States? B, how did he get this helicopter? C, how's he flying around blowing shit up in downtown L.A. and there's not one F-15 or whatever that was, like, scrambled to, like, take him down? Like, no, no, everybody's but it was like, on the I news. guess it's... Typical LA. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Wow, what's with traffic today? Uh. Typical LA. Yeah. Dude, I was late to get to work because there was a fucking drone, you know, massive terrorist battle in downtown LA. And that's why I got here late, bro. And also, speaking of shoehorning stuff in, I mean, The Rock, aside from being Deus Ex Hobbs at the end to save the day and just be involved, he didn't really have a whole lot to do in this film. No, he was sidelined for most of it. Yeah, because okay. he uh, his schedule wasn't supposed to allow him to be in the movie, and uh, because the schedule got switched, he was he was doing something else, and then uh, because of Paul Walker's death, they had to reschedule the the final shots or the oh, final shit. sequencing, so he was able to come in. So they shoehorned him in the movie as well. So all this know, stuff was shot later. Two, it, when you don't have like a character, it's like going back to the skipping movies things. It's like when they're gone. And then you have the character come back. It's almost more impactful than having just like, oh, you, The Rock must be in this film. As opposed to like, oh shit, it's been two or three movies where we haven't seen him and he's back. I think that's cool. Yeah. But no. It's kind of, well, I, I look at it like it's like the Avengers or the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like you just, I, I, I mean, I know I'm hammering this into the ground, but like you just don't need every character in every movie in every scene for every, like, it's like, you know what I mean? Every shot's like a big uh, George Perez group drawing. Yeah, it's like what if what if Han just has like a family obligation he's got to go to? You know, he can't he can't make this adventure. Like I get it, but like uh, they're like he my has daughter's to be recital. Uh, sorry, Dom. Yeah, yeah. I have this to go on a hitman job for Mister yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Oh God, and and that's another Mister Nobody. Uh, the addition of, of that. I mean, Kurt Russell makes anything better. Uh. But yeah, it is interesting. Like he's sort of the transition from regular FBI involvement to like, ooh, now it's a secret government agency, you know, uh, helping Dom and the gang and stuff. Yeah, but we'll get into how that develops in part eight. Oh boy, does it develop at all? <laughs> That's a great question. I Find really kind of thought I had for <laughs> yeah on the next episode. I had forgotten that Kurt or Mister Nobody survives on for a, a more movies at least because uh, well you know they tease it in this one um i guess i've just blocked eight from my mind so completely there's, there's no death in the fast and the furious movies there's yeah, also that's no true. true just evil. contract disputes <clears throat> i mean think about it think about this yeah. at this point and without getting into details i mean although i guess it'll reveal itself but at this point after 10 the only character who has actually been uh, died and stayed that way was fucking Jesse. Right? Yeah, that's true. Poor son of a bitch. Yeah. That actor. Can you can you imagine Vin Diesel's emails every couple of weeks? Hey, uh, just checking in. Uh, I'm available for Fast X too. If uh, I can be cloned, to make my, uh, uh, I can. It turns out like it just uh, it missed my heart. I mean, hey, we can figure something out. <laughs> Fast and the Furious 11, The Search for Jesse. Yes. <laughs> that uh, dude, that would be hilarious. We've got to go out. we got to find the body. They get there. There's nothing in there. 
you know. Is is Vince still alive? Did he die? I can't no, remember. No, he died. Yeah. Okay, so or did he? Or did he? Yeah. No, I always <laughs> thought that he would be a great villain. Like, come back and, you know. And totally. You left me to die, that. Dom. Yeah. yeah, they squashed that and I think, four. <clears throat> but, it, but see, that was cool where he came back for four. And it's like, oh, shit, it's fucking Vince from the first movie. Yeah. Um, a, I like that much... character. I, yeah, I thought no, that cool. there was a lot of potential in that character. The actor I don't recognize from anything else, um, but like I, I really liked him, and it was cool to see him back in four. But again, like he was just made like a really good like personal villain, like someone who grew up with the team. I was the family them. dom, and you yeah. uh, ignored me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So much for family, asshole. Oh, damn it, we're it writing be... part ten for him. Dude, you, you want to know point. something? There there may be the possibility that we get some of the old villains who aren't dead who show up again. There I is really that possibility. I legit want like Owen Shaw and Carlos Verone. Am I remembering it right? Yeah, Verone. Yeah, that'd be amazing. To show at least Owen. I mean, like, again, it makes no sense that he's not involved. Is uh, what's the, what's the actor's name, Anthony? Luke, Luke Evans, Wilson? my man. Luke Evans. Luke Evans. What the hell is Luke Evans busy? Too busy for the multi-billion-dollar film isn't franchise. He, isn't he? Isn't he like in a coma or whatever? Oh, it's hasn't a he movie. been in a coma for several since, movies? Yeah. No, since, no. He woke up like you know. He spoilers. Up? He wakes up in eight, and like he has like a very short action scene with his. Brother. Okay, don't remind me. I've completely forgotten that part. So don't don't remind me. Yeah, and I've I, I was it from my my mind. I was stoked about that because like. It, it I, I don't know like luke evans is like my man crush i think he's a fantastic actor and if there's a character that could be redeemed like i i think it would be a great storyline to like you know have him try to be better along with his brother you know like and that's completely dropped like you see him like get woken up from his coma and they go on this like little action scene so, sorry zach and uh, yeah, it's never referenced. You've seen again. the movie, Zach. Why are you covering your ears? I don't want to. I don't want any spoilers. Damn it! Oh my god! <laughs> you guys, here's my spoiler. What's going to happen at the end of the final Fast and the Furious film is that every single character we've ever seen, alive or dead, is somehow going to be every character. I'm talking anyone who's ever been in the movies is going to show up for a barbecue at the end. They're all going to be friends. Momo is going to be like. I can't believe you forgave me, Vin, or, you know, uh, Dom. And he's going to be like, your family now. Everybody's going to be family. They're all going to eat barbecue and hold up Coronas for the camera. Have and the barbecue is going to take most... place in the uh, church at the end of Lost. That's what it's going to oh, be. Boy. And... Oh, boy. <laughs> and then it's going to say the end with a question mark. How they always do the dun dun dun. <laughs> and in, uh, in some sort of, like, post-credit sequence, you're going to see someone else pop out of the grave and it's going to be stupid but i love them i love them all know, or it's going to end uh, where they're all having a big barbecue they're all together and then an older uh brian like the the kid's name is brian right the son now like that's the, dom's son yeah. Yeah. he's going to be like brian 18, and he's going to get he's going to get into the car and he's going to look back at them and go now it's on my own adventures dad and he's going to screech off and like i mean they're going to accidentally run over brian going never going to be an ending and no one's going to be dead you know i don't know i mean like i wouldn't put it past them but i would you know because things to a, a certain extent can't really end anymore because there's always the possibility of milking it for like game of thrones you know it's like that shit 
is still going. There is something sort of a, appealing and satisfying about like just a decisive. This is the end of the story. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I, dude, you can. Oh, go ahead. I said I'm. I have a feeling like they're gonna. You know, they're gonna do the uh, the Force Awakens thing where like they're gonna have like five years of like not having a movie, and then all of a sudden they're gonna have like you know a new character taking probably Brian Toretto taking the lead. And then there's going to have like sporadically like appearances from like the old team to kind of just remind us that they're there. They're, you know, doing stuff. Still getting gonna paid. Focus, yeah. It, it's going to focus on like a brand new, you know, team. And, and I Here's, think that's the wrong way to there, do there's it. There's going to be a scene where they pull up where Dom pulls up in his charger Brian's in his charger there. They pull up where their windows are parallel and they're talking. He's like, son, you don't have to go through with this. And he's like, I do dad. And he shoves a wrench through him. And then he fall. It's going to be like the, the, the force awakens where he falls yeah. down, down no, some it'll, chasm. And everybody's like, well, you killed Dom that way. Come on. No, it'll be Brian Toretto and Jack O'Connor teaming up with uh, maybe, or maybe not Brian or, Jack's sister, who may or may not exist, and, I guess. And Tej will, Tej will be in the movie as Rainbow, like the old baby. mentor. He's going to be the guy that's always on the chair that's somehow moving, even though there's he's you know what I mean, like in Thunderbirds where he was on the chair. The the the. Okay, so nobody gets the, the reference. So yes, I got the reference. Remember in Team America? Yeah, yeah in Team America, the boss. He's always in a chair, and it cut to him in a chair, and the and it was moving, and he's like, "Look out, team! There, you know, you've got trouble." And then it cut back. Tej is going to be like the team leader guy who's like, I can see on the monitor you're being followed by, you know, five cars. He'll be he'll like, because he'll be the only one interested in coming back and making the money. Everybody else is going to retire. You well, know especially I mean? if he just has to sit there behind a computer right. and be like, yeah, right. take a left on Ventura Heads up, Avenue. team. You've got company. You know, that <laughs> kind of right. stuff. He's, he's going to be that character Guys, in the movie. You got to get out of there. Yeah. I don't know why we're making him from the 30s, but <laughs> <laughs> look out, boys! Cheese it, it's the cops, <laughs> that's right? But yeah, that's that's my guess. Either they're going to do that, or they're just going to go completely nuts and fucking start putting the Fast and the Furious movies with mashups like Transformers and GI Joe and stuff like that, and just make it one Again, big I'm, Universal I'm Pictures universe. It could be complete garbage. It could have be. You guys, have you guys fun. seen that edit? There's an what? edit where somebody took a scene of Dom Toretto and uh, in the first Transformers when Optimus Prime pulls up and transforms into the uh, into I into won't his even watch form. fan edits of Transformers. No, it's That's really funny it though because like it is it's really well done because they color corrected it so it looks like it's from the same movie. You see Dom in an alley and then the lights hit him. And he turns, and then you see Optimus Prime pulling up, and his headlights are on. And then he starts to transform. It cuts to Dom's face, going "Whoa!" Like looking all at, like whatever. And then he's fully changed, and Dom nods, and he's like, "Yeah, it's kind of let kinda me get inside right? of you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me I, operate I like your to, body parts. I'd like to really take that for a ride. Not today, human. Yeah, let me get you. We're gonna shit. roll out. I know. Yeah. It is kind of weird, just like, oh, here's a robot. Uh, let me get up in that shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not opposed to them extending, like, if it was like a Brian and Jack uh, scenario. But I think it's got to be, like, Scream, for example. Put it on the shelf for, like, 10 years. Yeah. Just, yeah, like, I don't agree. even worry about it. And then, you know, Those see movies where we're still at. hold up, too. Like, I, I, even though they're not classics, like, I think the first three Screams were, like... <laughs> Five and six were really fun. Like they, 
they've become kind of cliche in the idea that like they were supposed to be the anti-cliche movies where mm-hmm. it always ends up with the twist. There's always multiple killers and stuff, but like I still enjoy those movies. I think they're well done and they, you know, they hold up. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're fun. I would, I would argue that three is garbage and four is better. So the classics for me are one, two, four. You shut your whore mouth, Anthony. No, no, I'm just but no I won't. I, I, I would like, I would actually like to look Fuffy. at a list of the, the years that the fast and furious films came out. I'd have to go specifically check, but I mean, what's it been like every other year at this point? Maybe, maybe yeah, not quite that. I two think or three. there was, yeah, I think there was a, a little bit of a, a break between three and, and four. I don't know. Yeah, it's because, because they didn't Ooh, think three please. was going to make money. Yeah, yeah. Fast I want to say three was three. Three was two thousand three. No, right? all right. Here we go. So two thousand one, two thousand three, two thousand six, two thousand nine. So three years each there. Two thousand eleven, two thirteen, two fifteen, two. So then it became every other year. Seventeen, nineteen, twenty one. So it was because three they years. started shooting the next one exactly as the first one was totally. over. So start crapping them out yeah so i mean pretty consistent uh franchise uh which i i appreciate because i mean like what else can you say has really done that i mean successfully i mean you can argue that like the fucking transformers had like what five six movies but i think fast and furious even for the people that don't like it you can't deny that it's been like a a very successful popular i think the only other one like that that gets more popular as it goes is mission impossible mission impossible's done very well yeah first film was okay second film was arguably the worst one in the franchise and the third one was amazing and then it just gets better as it goes and they're and they're consistent because they came out around the same i think the first mission impossible was like 99 maybe but i mean for 24 years no the first one was like 96 wow yeah, yeah, so they they've been consistently putting them out too. I think but that's the, the only other franchise other than the Fast and the Furious like lasted that long consistently. I mean, you could say that about Star Wars, but there are twenty year gaps in between you, the movies. No, true. I was gonna say like Rocky might be the closest. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but even though there were still big chunks uh, in between films there, uh, Guys, but I, I also think yeah. Oh, I just wanted to say I was right on the money with uh, the first Mission Impossible 96. being 96. And I always forget that Brian De Palma was the director of that. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I do think that Seven is definitely where... Like, seven could have ended for me and I would have been fine with it. I mean, just like... The, I knowing... legit... Yes. In my it... head canon, it ended in Seven. Because again, I don't want to get get into those but this was kind of the last one where i felt satisfied to a you know at least for what i was expecting out of a fast and furious film and then as we'll see soon uh it takes a turn for the worse for the worse i'm gonna say i yeah yes high possibility high possibility but i think we might have some pretty cl- episodes out back to back. Pretty, we're gonna record some pretty quickly, I think. Wanted to get uh, a recap in because we've done them for for the previous films, and I think it's it's kind of fun to talk about them as a whole for a change. And so I don't uh, keep getting on veto. We can't talk about that yet. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> uh, Anthony. Uh, were you emotionally moved? 
at all by the ending of this film? Not as much as I thought it would be, to be honest. Like people have been kind of hyping this one up for a long time um, as one of the better ones. I would say it's one of the better ones, not my favorite um, by a long stretch, but I was really, I, I don't know. Like I was expecting to be moved and maybe it's just because I don't have the attachment that you guys do to this franchise. Well, even where, if you didn't cry, did you feel, yeah. was it effective? Again, I think it was just overhyped for me. Like had I gone in blind, not knowing much of anything, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. Like that song, the, you know, it's designed to you again. Your heartstrings, yeah. yeah and, and also it's been so overused like that i i don't know had i gone to the theater and watched it when it came out i think it would have was it that be- song written for the movie i want to say yeah, it was written, written for the movie yeah. yeah 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 and you know what it's it's a good song I, i'm i'm not gonna shit on the song but like the fact that like now all the movies cut to that like play a little like interlude and I stuff I know. yeah they do um every time it's like reference brian like you can hear like the little like tune in the yeah background. yeah yeah um, quote it remember yeah. brian he's still dead <laughs> oh boy um no I, I was i moved no not really mostly because i kind of already knew what was going to happen um and most of the time people are like oh it's going to hit you it's going to hit you hard and i'm just like uh it never hit me hit me i mean it's just like i mean i would say it was like effective like it was well done but even then, I think we talked about it when we were watching the, the episode. Um, it felt like they were in heaven. It felt like they were quietly sort of sending off, like into the watching him ascend into the clouds. You know, even though the character is narrative, narratively still alive, the characters act as if he's dead, which is weird to me. Yeah. You know what? Like, I, I was thinking about this before we recorded. Like, I, I think the biggest mistake that this movie made was keeping Brian alive because just like the logistics of, of continuing on with the character is like nearly impossible or just offensive. I think they should have like had like something happen, like an explosion or something left it ambiguous and then had that scene with Dom, you know, and uh, Brian like in the car and like kind of splitting off and then like having like the next scene with, you know, like the funeral. Where it's like that was like Dom making peace, like that, you know, whole like separating path was very mm-hmm. much like metaphorical and for sure didn't happen. And then I think that would have like fuck like, you know, that would have like had tears in my eyes. Like that would have been great. Like I think that would have been the thing to do. But again, like hindsight's mm-hmm. 2020, people thought that that might have been offensive, you know, had they not kept the character alive. Had they like a lot of I'm sure a lot of cynical people would have been like, oh, they're capitalizing on his death, too. Exactly. I mean, although I agree, I agree in hindsight, I think it would have been the better. Decision. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it you know, it's it sucks that that Paul Walker passed away. And, you know, especially in the way that he did, because I remember a lot of people were making awful jokes and memes about mm-hmm. it and stuff like that, just because, you know, his relations to the franchise and how, you know, he passed Similar. away. Yeah. yeah um but it, it didn't it, I, I think had i gone into it blind had i not known like <clears throat> as much as i did it would have hit me harder but it to me like i i found the viewing experience of this movie 
to be okay you know like how did his death affect the movie rather than me like actually like paying attention to the movie as a whole is very much like i wanted to see like oh what shots you know did they have to like cover up or you know use a stunt double or use you know cody or you know anything like mm -hmm. that um as a movie i think the worst part about it is the editing and again that can be forgiven because they lost their lead actor Mm -hmm. I, I say, but, the, but in a weird way that makes it the best thing about the movie because again they were able to pull it off i mean if if the person no, was an incompetent editor it wouldn't have yeah worked, yeah you know? I, I mean had i watched this movie not knowing that paul walker was dead i'd be like this movie is a fucking mess like it's it's weirdly paced it's the editing's terrible um you know the action scenes are, are like off there's something weird but again like knowing it, yeah it it's odd because like watching it, like thinking back about it now, I associate Brian's character with the bus chase and like saving Ramsey and stealing the car out of the, the buildings and stuff. But like everything else, it feels like it's just Dom and the team. Like I know Brian's involved, but my memory of it is just having Brian almost as a side character almost. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's that weird. I, I, uh, in the movie, it's what it happens at a certain uh, point in the movie. It's very well. It's probably where they had cell. to. Yeah. yeah, they probably had to do some rewrites or whatever. Anthony, was it you that went to go see the preview of Brick Mansions with me when it was okay? So I can't remember who who was. It wasn't you, Zach, was it? I got I got tickets to see an advanced screening of Paul Walker's final movie, which was going to be released right after he had died, and uh, in the film there is a there. I was like. So the, the, the movie got over. It wasn't a horrible movie. It's not great. Pretty sure you've There's told a this scene story. Where, yeah. yeah, where he wrecks his car into something. And he gets out and literally goes, I'm okay. And you could feel the audience just kind of go, Ugh. And I raised my hand when it was over and said to the marketing people, are you guys sure you want to keep that in the movie? Like, don't you think that's a little insensitive? And then everybody in the crowd was like, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. And I just saw the marketing person's face drop because they were like, oh, shit. But I'm like, mm -hmm. why Why show that in the movie if you don't need it? It didn't. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a major plot point. You just show them pull up or whatever and cut to them running in. You didn't need them to crash the car, but they kept it in the movie. Mm -hmm. It was so horrible. Mm -hmm. uh, I. But anyway, as I was looking up the title of that movie because I'd forgotten it, I never realized Paul Walker and I share the same birthday. Hey, how about that? That's terrifying, considering I just had a traffic accident three days ago. So now yeah. I'm wondering if Virgos are I doubt they're related to get into crime. You survived, you silly. I mean, I do, I do, I do have silly dancing, good looks, and amazing charisma. So hey. I mean, there's a lot of similarities there. That's right. Can't I, I too am attracted to Mia and her tuna sandwiches. I'll say. Well, with that in mind, uh, I think we should put the final we've done and dusted. But uh, yeah, it's it's not my favorite. It's fine, better than some, not as good as most. Fast and Furious. I, I like it a lot, honestly. I I think I think for what we could have gotten, they did a damned good job of I agree. retaining the flavor of the series and really honoring Paul Walker's memory. So for me. Um, I, I, I rate it a lot higher than you guys do. I, th I still think uh, maybe four and five are my favorites. Well, that's what I'm uh, saying. I mean, like, I can't but, say it's as good as some of them, but like overall, yeah. I mean, let's say out of five, 
close to four, 3.75 out of five stars. If you, if you, yeah, because if you think about it, compare seven to the first three films, it's way better, right? You compare well, seven I mean, to it's eight, better than eight, two eight, and three. And Is it better than the first good. one? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think, I think the first pretty damn, pretty damn good movie. My Yeah, my rating is uh, one, uh, four, and probably this one. I think this one's my third favorite. Maybe neck and neck with three, because I really like three. There's five, something about me three. Too. That, and, yeah. and five. Dude, three is, is universally seen by many people as their favorite movie for some reason. And I think it's just because it had a different locale and because Han is so damn charming you know what i mean yeah. so likable yeah i and, agree and i like the uh the racing scene at the end like i think that was the my favorite probably racing the race sequence yeah when they're on the hill and doing the drift race on three. Oh, on three right right, right. yeah 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 um i yeah i i think it, it's kind of like third or fourth for me um five Five was overhyped. Everybody told me that that would be my favorite one. And I saw it and it was all right. It's fine. I don't know. Where does where does Vito where, put seven? I was gonna I, I have to say, um I think my well Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift is always my, gonna be my favorite for weird reasons. But uh I would Because you say, love Japan. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a big Japanify. And Sonny Chiba's in it too. So absolutely um and Han's my favorite of the characters. So anyway, uh, I would say, I think I think my my I'd go three, four, five, seven, one, or no two. Yeah, one, two, <laughs> eight, nine. I don't know. It's about gotcha. it's right in the middle for right me. in the middle. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even even if it's not at at the. I think there's a pretty big drop off from seven to eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though seven is, is in the middle, I still think it's, it's quite a bit better than, than some of the more misguided entries, I think. Yeah. And even, yeah. even two pretty, pretty silly. I mean, definitely it feels like a straight to, to video, but it's got its own kind of charm in a way for me. So I find it less insulting than, than some of the later ones, but I think we'll get to that in detail very soon starting with uh fate of the furious which i think is uh vito's ultimate favorite uh, fast and furious oh, film of all time it's a masterpiece i've watched and, it again and again <laughs> and at one point the only fast and furious film uh anthony had seen yeah for for i think a few years actually zach we we saw fate of the furious together right didn't we see that at the same time? No, no. Which are the we, ones that we? I know we, we saw nine and ten movies. Okay. We saw we saw Creed I, two together. Pretty sure. I, I wonder. I one. wonder who. God, I have such a spot. And you guys go on a lot of dates together. together. I know. But, uh, Guess who buys the popcorn? Autobots roll out. That, that was horrible, man. You know, do, do, did I tell you why my my memory was so spotty that night? I had a really severe tooth infection that I found out about, and I got the tooth infection taken care of, and. After that, uh, my my yeah, it's a long story, folks at home. Uh, so don't worry about it, you nosy fucks. Well, no, it's because like people at home are like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" But like, right. that was the reason why on that evening. Why start explaining things now? About. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. Um, it's true. I was mm-hmm. very ill and I didn't know it. Well, I'm glad so. you're feeling better. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, 
Popcorn's on me next time we go see a movie. Oh, you, literally. <laughs> What's going on with here? extra butter? Is this, is this an Autobot? You know, like a like an Optimus Prime Vin Diesel scene again? That's right. That's right. Boy, Just like slime into there. Make sure you enter through the rear exhaust. <laughs> Oh boy, this is getting uh, suggestive. Well, before we get uh, kicked off a of streamyard uh, for lewd behavior, I guess we'll wrap this up. Uh, but we will be back soon with episodes. Uh, the first fifteen minutes of Fate of the Furious, the only entry, hopefully, thank God, by F. Gary Gray, F. Gary Abraham, whatever his name is. F. Uh, F. Gary Abraham, the Amadeus <laughs> of uh, F. Scott of Fitzgerald. Director. That's right. <laughs> He's got an F in there somewhere because, you know, F that movie. But we're still going to watch it. Ooh, hey, yo. Hi. Hey. Waha. Yes. <laughs> Until then, uh, I don't know. Stay in gear, fellas. I don't, we don't have an ending tag, but. Uh, Autobots, thanks. roll out. Dom, roll out. All right, when you're here, you it's family. That's right. Bye. That was that was like the most awkward ending of a podcast. I know, right? That was just like, what do we do? Uh, time to go. We need we need a, a, a tag an end end line. When you're here, your family. When you're here. Because our have listeners are our family. Have some of those famous breadsticks, Brian. <laughs> have a have a breadstick. <laughs>